we are live. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View on a Monday evening. It is a Monday. Hashtag what day is it? Uh, <laughs> welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is doing great out there. Uh, hope everyone's week was started off fantastic today. Uh, it is the crew. We are back. Obviously, you all know that we uh, skipped yesterday because of the Oscars. Um, and lo and behold, we probably didn't have didn't half because of the Oscars. So, but we are here. Uh, it's a Monday for POV, and my goodness, was it a week in Schmodown last week that we are definitely going to be getting into talking about it. And of course, as the thumbnail says, we will have uh, the goat himself, uh, Dangerous Danmer, will be joining us about the 6.30 hour, about 20, 25 minutes or so. You'll see him pop in here for a bit. Um, but with that, crew, uh, we've had a full weekend um, since we've been on the air. How's everybody doing? How was Saturday? How was Sunday? Everyone doing good? Doing good. So I mean, Saturday was the free for all, so I I ate a lot of food. I mean, we weren't on the air. We weren't on the air, but we were also on the air. If you catch my drift. Yeah, that's fair. Also, I like I like the I like Jacob's comment. I was just yeah. yeah. So I'm saying <laughs> I mean, we could have got more views oof. apparently than than oof the Oscars. Is, oof so. is definitely a good uh, oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even I didn't, watch it and I heard about it. I was literally about to say I didn't watch it. Sounds like I'm glad I didn't watch it. Uh I knew it was gonna be a, some sort of disaster. I had no excitement towards this. I am I've always loved watching the Oscars, like always. Yeah. But this too. year it just it felt totally off, felt totally Hot different. Express. And apparently it was a total disaster. So don't watch a scary movie instead. I, I'm so proud of you. And but guess yeah. what? I watched the sequel today. <gasps> Look at you! Mm. Wait, which movie? Scream. Scream. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I thought you were watching I, the scary movie yeah. movies. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, Brian, have you seen the scary movie movies? Yeah, no, I've seen like okay. all of them. So okay. it's funny doing it in reverse because I'm like, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this is the part in scary movie where they make fun of this scene. Oh, this is where this came from in Scary Movie. So it's like I did it backwards. So it's, yeah, it kind of made it a little bit more enjoyable. And I like Ghostface. He's there. He's always an idiot killer. Like, he's a sh a bad. <laughs> Bro, were, were you scared watching it at all? No, I wasn't scared. If anything, I was just like. Okay, then it's not a scary movie. It's a thriller. Well, I'm also, it's a, I'm it's also a thriller. I'm also watching it at, at like three o'clock in the afternoon or something so <laughs> with all the uh, windows open <laughs> so i mean but it was just it was funny because like he gets beat up a lot in those movies like and so it's kind of funny and you hear him just going oh no no yes, like I was it, so it makes it funnier <laughs> i mean honestly the gory part is just always the opening scene and the rest is just like normal like ch -ch -ch over so it wasn't horrible. <laughs> I'd say, because uh, I watched Dan, I actually watched Dan's video about the Oscars. He did like I was a whole going to. I breakdown video that. about it. So if you want to know what happened, uh, it was, uh, someone in the chat said it was fine up until the end there. So uh, yeah, go watch Dan's video about it. <laughs> also, I, mean, I, I, I want to say, I want to say while he's in the chat, look what came in today. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, <laughs> oh, it looks so good. Oh, it does look good. But my, my Brian Ward uh, that's car literally racing the, shirt. That's the only, that's, that's not the only one, but that's the one that I want the most out of the, I also the bunch got of these the, I got the, uh, the Dexter's Diner one. Is I got that one too. The Dexter's awesome. Diner. So. That's awesome. Scott I and I got it. that one. 
I just ordered a make solo two happen shirt. Nice. So I'm on that train. Not to mention a bunch of Funkos. So Um, what the Falcon Captain America and the Winter Soldier ones got. There you go. Mm. Hashtag my Captain America. Okay. They need Funko needs to stop doing exclusive ones because people are just blowing them up and then they just scalp them. That's it's like I had to like that's that's with everything. I had to set up alerts. It was harder to get this than it was a PS5. The, the Captain <laughs> Captain America with the wings. I, it's mm. ridiculous. Nothing's so. harder than getting a PS5. No, I'm dead serious. I had an easier time. I tried one time, got a PS5, got lucky. This I That's fair. You a, got lucky your first time trying. Yeah. That's it took me three times today to get a freaking bobblehead with wings. Ugh. Okay, well, let's talk about something that might cheer Brian up just a little bit. Let's get into some free-for-all, guys, because, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it before Dan gets here, and he'll be here in about 20 minutes or so. Um, my goodness, did we get a beautiful event known as Free-for-All 4. Uh, we didn't have it last year, unfortunately. It got canceled um, because it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Stuff started happening. They just had to pull the plug on it. Uh, so we got the first ever fully digital free-for-all Um so let's just talk real quick about our overall thoughts and then kind of get into some like some players' performances and uh, obviously the winner, Mr. Paul Oyama, primetime time. Uh, prime congratulations. Time. Congratulations yeah. to him. Um, if you didn't know, spoiler alert now. I mean, if you're watching this, I'm assuming that you've watched the, the free The thumbnail recap. says free-for-all recap, guys. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that sucks. I, I think um, we're fine. Jill, I'll let you start this one off. What'd you, uh, what'd you think about this big old event that we had? Uh, this just continues to prove why free-for-all is my favorite showdown pay-per-view it's my favorite event of the year and this just continued to prove why it is like we had so many wtf moments where all of us like you'll see our reactions later all of us were just like what the heck is happening like we had two board clears two we had bibs do it again we had it done uh, we had it done by one uh the aussie jake blunden congratulations on that amazing achievement that was Amazing. We have we have a reaction that will come out with that once once everything is public for it. So. We did a reaction for that one, um, and it it was uh, there wasn't anything I disliked about this. There were so many moments. Uh, Adam Collins and Dan Merle got eliminated at the same time. That was nuts. Um, it was it was just pure insanity. We got some overtime. We had. Uh, like, I, I can go on and on about how much I love this pay-per-view. It was so freaking good. And then just Paul's reaction at the end of it when he realized, oh, my God, I won, was just perfection. And then I called him right afterward, and he texted me and just was laughing his butt off over my ecstatic voicemail that I left him. <laughs> um, it was great. It was so amazing. And kudos to to Ben for winning the, the MVP. Um, it... Uh, I wish we could have two free-for-alls in a year, to be I honest. I agree. That'd be amazing. So but good. I will say if everyone behind the scenes is screaming at you. Yeah, but I will say to, to, to Jill's point, uh, two free-for-alls would be great, but it would be cool. And if they, they did it last year, if they did one big one and then a themed one. Like right. a like a horror free for all, like just a miniature, like again, a miniature version, you, maybe maybe yeah. like twenty people, something like that, and you just you shrink it down a little bit. But we'll see if that happens later on this year. Um, Brian, mistake me if I'm wrong. Did Bateman go thirteen rounds? Is that what it was? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen rounds. Fourteen rounds. Mm-hmm. So that's at least that's definitely. what at least that's what Frank was saying. Yeah, I think no. that's definitely deserving of the MVP. Uh, Molly, what about you? I mean, obviously we had the surprise of your husband showing up. My <laughs> Number goodness. forty. The, oh, demon, that... 
that was so hard to keep a secret and like it was so funny seeing your guys's reactions to like who's who's left who's the last person and alex comes in there like do do well, and what's funny is we all knew we all knew that it was going to be a star because we were we had been counting yeah. throughout watching. I no. <laughs> uh, no. Mr. What was I know going we're on? like these two rundown kids over here. You two, like. So when when we were watching and we're like, okay, like there's one person left. It's a star. I thought it was going to be Brandon Hannah because Brandon Hannah always yeah, finds a way to Like he made the most sense, and all of a sudden you just see Alex's face pop up. We're like, okay. Like, okay. <laughs> With his emotional support belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That he Brandon wanted... Hanna is a sneaky snake, so of course <laughs> we thought he was going to get in there. Yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to throw his hat into the ring and just, you know, give it a try. Ever since he did that uh, championship exhibition Which he did really match, well in, yeah. Where he did year. really well. Yeah. And he was, like, doing well the whole time, kind of playing along, too. So uh, he just got a couple of unlucky questions that he didn't know but he he was just excited to be a part of it this was actually the first time i had ever seen a free-for-all happen live um so that was exciting and i got to see a bunch of really fun dungeon moments like lots of dungeon moments ben and mara clearing the board that was pretty great yeah. knocking out snyder Snyder, yeah. Snyder, I think was one of them. Um, I don't Brendan. know. The rest of them. Oh, Brendan was definitely one of yeah. them. Yeah, I, I know for sure what uh, the ones that Bibbs did because it was a five-headed, ginormous, just table. It was Irwin. Yeah, it, was, it was the table with all the champions I have on it. It was Irwin and Draco, um, Merle Ethan and Collins. Merle Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was the champions table. And then like, Jacob, and Jacobs was uh, Liz Griffin, Jacob. Uh, Jac Jacoby and Will uh, Bibbs. Yeah, the the, the, the big one is Bibbs. Bibbs cleared someone and he got cleared. And I mm -hmm. think that might have been one of the biggest moments just because this is like Bibbs' event. This is like his thing, right? He always yeah. finds a way to get towards the end. And we weren't even halfway through in both the previous winner and Bibbs, who has been the MVP like almost every single time, were out of it. They were, they were gone. And yep. Adam Collins was done. Ethan Irwin was done. And it was strange because you know it's a random it's a random draw of numbers, mm -hmm. but it felt like every major hit, hit hitter was in the first twenty, mm -hmm. and then you had the random yeah. ones like the Yoyama showed up, the Bateman showed up, um, Blunden did great. You had some rookies pop in there, but it, it Griffey just felt, Newman did amazing. Griffey Nooms uh, showed Newman up for great. I there was a point where I went, he might go to the end. Like I, had I thought I had that feeling too. A couple of times I was sitting there going. Is he gonna go to the end? Because he's like barely missing. Yeah. So like, I mean, he only ended up lasting five rounds, but still, like, he was solid in each of those rounds. So yeah. I was and like, Jen Kemp uh, too. Jen Kemp. Oh, uh, I loved Jen. Oh. We were all we were all rooting. I think all of us were like, go Jen. Like we were like rooting yeah. for Jen to just like make it to the end. And I think seeing all the the rookies that were in this was so cool to see yeah. just how well they did like we said um griffey nooms blunden um kim did really yeah, well yes. i was just gonna highlight mm -hmm. leo's comment yeah uh, first Kim's time we've ever foster. seen her and she did great she did she really well it. she killed it and that that's the thing like with the free-for-all it's you don't know what to expect you don't know what's gonna happen 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, Brian, I'm going to read a couple streamlabs that we got just real quick, and I'll go to you next. Um, first one, actually, the next two come from uh, Dragon17. First one, it's a Flirt and Flouse versus Damon Singles Revenge Exhibition Match. Make it happen, Harloff. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, oh I'm not... I, I want to know, know what Alex would do. At like, first, I rolled my do. eyes. I rolled my eyes for a second there, and I went, well, actually, that mm-hmm. actually might be pretty good. I'm sure Alex would would be down with doing that. I just want to know how he'd react to that character. Like, I just want to know <laughs> what he would do. I'm, I need it now. Um, need next one from Dragon says, Molly, who do you get along with the most in the dungeon? I mean, they're all like family to me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just pick one. You can't pick a favorite. Yeah, <laughs> favorites. Uh, all right, Brian, what did you what did you think of this bad boy? Because if I'm not mistaken, this was the first one that you you got to watch as it was released without having yeah. to go back and watch it. Correct? Yeah. So because when three was going on is when you started to get me into it, and I remember you and Gabby went to go see it. And so I Were still. Were you had... at that free for all too, Jay? Okay. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't either. Oh. You weren't there. I've okay. never been to a free for all. I was supposed to go to last year's. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So I had had new pandemic. The... Yeah. <laughs> so I hadn't seen it live. So last year would have been my first one, and then so this was my first actual one. I mean, I saw. I got to see horror. Horror. It's funny because horror was technically like my first live free for all. Um, and I kind of got hooked off that horror one because it was just like so fast paced and everything's happening and it was just so good. And um, so I was very excited for this because clearly we saw just anyone could show up. And I think that for me, that was the most fun is never knowing who you're going to get. And we made our predictions and there were names that came out that none of us said like mm-hmm. at all. Jesse Swift. And- Jesse yeah. Swift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesse was one. It's a surprising amount of IG people. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of IG people. Big time. Uh, I'm like trying to go th- look at my list. We, we said maybe Alonzo would show up and it was cool to see him. Beth May showing mm-hmm. up. Um, a lot of, a lot of new people. But, and, but at the same time, there were ones that, like, I was bummed oh, I didn't get to see. Yeah, Saul. Saul, Saul was another one. Um, and, of course, I mean, there were ones that I was bummed and kind of shocked that I didn't get to see um, from certain teams. So, so I'm very – yeah. yeah, no, Rachel. Uh, she she no, was Rachel. one of the ones that I was really looking forward to seeing. Me too. No, King Con. No Um So, uh, yeah, I'm just – I'm very curious. I would love to pick the brains of the managers and go like, what was your thought process behind this? Because like, uh, I mean, there could be a strategy or they could just be like, go for it. It's also, so I, would, I mean, some of the players might not want to do it and some might yeah, really yeah. want to do it over some others. So, mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's, it's also a really good chance for managers to not just push people maybe we haven't seen, but also allow people to kind of have a little fun. Like perfect example was Alex. Perfect example was Jesse Swift, right? Mm-hmm. People that aren't typically going to compete in a singles division style of game or teams, they can go out there and the questions are catered enough 
to where there's a chance like Jesse lasted, I think, two or three rounds. Um, uh, he lasted a round. Oh, he lasted. Yeah. He, he played two. So no, okay, so he lasted one round and got knocked out the second round. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that it's a chance for people to kind of just go out there, have a little fun. There's a lot of managers that took that chance on just putting people out there. Um, and then the perfect example of seeing someone new was Kim Taylor Foster, who had never seen before. She lasted for a number of rounds. Yeah. She got a perfect round one of the time. She was totally crushing it. Um, it's just a really cool event. It's the most diverse event that we have in, in the league in general. Um, I mean, you get 40 competitors from all factions through this entire thing that's coordinated so beautifully. Uh, and you could tell the players were also having a lot of fun. Like there was oh, yeah. there was back and forth between them all. It wasn't super serious. There was like laughing involved and there was respect between everybody. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just so happy this event's back because that year absence was a total sucker. It just it was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it was so cool because I mean, there were names you're like, oh, and then they're out the the first time they play. Like I Dan was, like, Dan Dan lasted one round. <laughs> yeah. And so like, same with Andreco. That's insane. Andreco, like it's and Par crazy. Parker. I thought, oh, maybe Parker's. Oh yeah, Parker showed up. That's right. Yeah, Parker. Yeah. yeah. So like it was just like wild. I thought Goddard got to take JTE. JTE out with, with him. them. And that's, you could tell that's all he wanted to do. That is. <laughs> he yeah, just all wanted, all to he wanted to take JTE out. Yeah, I mean, there. It's funny because there were like the past two weeks, a couple matches that were actual like normal singles matches that ju had just happened jacob and jacoby ben and jte and it was just like see seeing them try to take each other out get their revenge like it was it was just so much fun from the second it started to the second it ended uh real quick we have one super chat and one stream lab that have come through i want to get to these real quick uh first one comes from mr timson uh fun fact all winners of the free-for-all came from the final 10 competitors seems like sense. it's a sweet spot uh, to have the best chance. And this is good to point out because this is the exact reason why the winner doesn't get points. Correct. Um, because yes. they have the better chance. Like, it's yes. that's just how the odds shake out. Uh, and then the next... Which, it's funny because the odds shook out to the team that just happens to have the biggest lead in the stands. <laughs> yeah. <right now. laughs> yeah. Um, and then our Streamlab has come from uh, Billy P. Master of Puns. Uh, Hi, hey, Billy. Uh, oh, this one's for Dan. So never mind. I'll say this one for Dan. Never okay. mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, go ahead, guys. I had a special uh, moment in the free for all that I was my runner up for best moment. I don't know about you guys, but Mike missing a Star Wars question. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I think all of us went what? Um, like yeah. not even giving an answer to the yeah. Star Wars question. Yeah. No. I'm being super ready to play I Alex. Think that's right what I think so. Now it might have been. Oof. It was just, yeah. She savage. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Jeez. we are we going to like dive back into this or should we actually talk about like really the. Jacob's. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna get back into it later. Uh, okay. But I, I want to before Dan gets here. I, I know that Jill has some thoughts on the whole Zavortin thing. Um, I do. I'm gonna let so, her take it over real quick. I saw it in the chat, and I even saw Christian post a tweet about it, saying like, "Why is someone who's not in a faction in the free for all? Free for all is really where the wrestling side of Schmodown comes in. So free for all is basically a the Schmodown version of WWE's Royal Rumble." In the Royal Rumble, there's, I believe, 40 wrestlers. They come in at a time. So with, like, every, like, three or two minutes, a new wrestler comes in. And there can be upwards of, like, 27 people inside the ring. 
And it can be people who are currently in the WWE. It can be people who are retired. It can be people who are from NXT, which is essentially WWE's FCL. And whoever wins it gets a title shot. And it's happened before. For So Paige, for example, was the was in NXT. She won the Royal Rumble and she became the WWE champion. So it happens, you know, it's going to happen where you're going to get people that aren't in a faction who come into the free-for-all because it's that's what they do in wrestling too. So for people to be like overly shocked about that surprised me, to be honest. I'm like, why is everyone so stunned that Sir Flirt and Flouse is here? Like, I'm surprised there wasn't more FCL people in the free-for-all, to be completely honest with you. So... It's, would, it's definitely a big wrestling thing, and I know sometimes people forget that wrestling is a big component to the schmodown, and that and like we there's a lot of the, the storylines is that's a wrestling element. It's it's so it's very similar to the Royal Rumble where we're gonna get people that aren't in a faction that are gonna pop in, and who doesn't want to see more of Flirt and Flouse? Why are you all freaking <laughs> I was gonna out? Say, like, are we all really on. surprised of Flirt and Flouse really, way in there? Really, really. Um, it, it, it's it's interesting because obviously the FCL is just going, uh, and out of all the FCL players, the Flirt and Flouse was probably the best one to be number forty-one. But I wouldn't be surprised if like next year they cut down to four players per faction and allow eight FCL players. Into I would not be surprised. Like at all. it's, it's definitely no. possible to see if, because we know that Christian is a, is a hardcore wrestling person or he was mm-hmm. for a very long time. And I mean, like you said, Jill, it's, it's literally called the free for all. It's not like, you don't know what's going to, it's not the structured for all. Like yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. It's like, the first time that it's been played while we have a developmental league. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's going to happen. Like we're going to get more FCL players, possibly even quote unquote, you can call them free agents entering who maybe yeah. it's like a, a showcase for them. Maybe they pop in. Like, or something. Especially, like, especially next season where I'm assuming we're going to have an FCL champion by the yeah. end of this year. Don't at all be shocked when the FCL champion shows up at free for all. Like, yeah. don't be surprised when that happens because I'll be surprised if it doesn't happen. To be honest, so yeah. that's my that's my soapbox. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fair. It's very fair. Um, all right. Any final thoughts on free for all before we uh, before we move on? I mean, we could talk about a little dance on here yet, so we can talk for a few minutes here about some other things. If anybody has anything that they want to bring up, uh, no, here's a there's a super chat. Another oh. super chat from Mr. Tim Sim. There we go. Um, if Flouser and FCL somehow won the event, the upcoming free agency signing period will be a frenzy to try to sign the one with the title shot. That is very true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. Um, luckily, it didn't turn out that way because who knows what could – I mean, it probably could have been an absolute madhouse if that actually did happen. Um, but it, it is an interesting concept. It's a very interesting concept. Like say like uh, David Campbell had come in – had won the FCL title. Say he has the belt. He comes into the free-for-all. Free agency period, there's like a day left. He probably would have had all eight factions calling him. Yeah, and Ryan just put uh, a good point in there. He hasn't played a match in FCL. Yeah, he was announced that he's in it, but... Well, and he has a Schmodown record. He, he yeah, exactly. played Shmodown in the Schmodown, so... It's they not like it was some like, unknown FCL person that we've never seen before just showing up into free-for-all. Like, <laughs> they should, ha- they should have, like... Free for all, free agent assassins. They're there just to try to take people out. I mean, they do it in the challenge. I'm, yeah, I'm not opposed to it. They can't. Maybe like they can't win, but they're there to just try to take people. They're out. They're, they're the spoilers. Mm-hmm. They're called the spoilers. Mm-hmm. They, they spoil yeah. people's uh, ability to win. Like they can knock someone out who's actually going for the win, which would be very fun and interesting. It, it puts a spin on. I don't know if that. I don't know if that happens in the Royal Rumble or whatever. But like every um, t- every tenth 
person throw in like one of these just a wrinkle yeah Yeah, (laughs) and just see if they could take someone out in the process i mean either way he took out poor alex out he took alex with him (laughs) he would have been out anyways (laughs) (laughs) what what do you have what do you have eliminated yeah he would have so that's fair i I think it was just to do it though like that's cool yeah, yeah. I'm not just saying that to be mean. I'm, I'm saying I think. Are you sure? Legit would have been out either way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, whatever. Who cares? It yeah. makes things interesting. Something I mean, else I really liked about uh, the the this digital version was the the design of like the next player loading. Player yeah, loading. loading yeah. That player, was cool. Yeah. That was it was something so simple, but like kind we of all were like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Loading player. That. that was a nice yeah. touch. It was good. It was fun. And I mean, who doesn't love like Austin just hearing someone's music and then go, wait, yeah. who's that? No, yeah. really? And then yeah. all of a sudden someone. So uh, my, by the way, I have been um, maybe uh, more than a dozen times listening to Paul's music. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And I cannot oh find God. it anywhere. So if someone wants to post where we can find David them. David Biscuits, where are you at? I drop yeah. that link. Because so I've just literally been listening to the last rundown intro, just like his little <laughs> thing. Because so good. That's my favorite. So good. It's literally. really good. It's really, really so, good. So um, good. Yeah. All right. Well, our guest is here, so we'll go ahead and bring him on and talk to him for, for a little while here. Uh, he is the GOAT. He's the reigning singles champion after winning his belt here just a few weeks ago. He is Dangerous Dan Merle. Woo-hoo. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. I just realized I cleaned up today, and I, I had the belt right there, and it's not there anymore. Oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. I know it's been a while, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hard to nail down. I apologize, but I'm happy oh. to be here. Yay, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're happy to have the singles champ with us. No worries, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> any other, uh, any fellow dungeon head, uh, Molly is welcome anytime. Every, oh, uh oh. Look oh, at this. We have a double. Hey, there's oh, a double. Oh. There they are. Thank you. Honey. There we go. Just a thing we've yeah, got here. We just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to come in with mine. I love it. Special oh my delivery. Gosh. Love it. I, I will say Love from it. from my end, it works out great because I have both you and Mara on my fantasy team. So thank you. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> that we're doing good for your fantasy team. Thank you for your faith in both of us. It 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 allows me to. I'm currently beating Frank Janish, so it works. It works. Uh, Frankie yeah. numbers. I'm sure he's not happy about that. No, he's, he's not. not. He's not. He actually, he's not. But he's uh, very pleased with how this free for all ended because he had both Ben and Paul. He did. So, oh, he did. well, yes. then that's good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But uh, uh, Brian, I'll shoot it to you first, man. You got a question? Sure. Um, I mean, kind of ballpark, but when you think about like you're the first time you ever did Schmodown to where you're at now. Yeah. Do you ever even imagine it would be <laughs> this wild, this different? Like, no. Other than just going in, just, no, I'm just going to have a fun little trivia match. <laughs> I mean, no, the first time I did it, I was on the team with Mark Riley, mm-hmm. team champs. And like the, the, the place where they did, I mean, this is like a closet. I mean, there's like a kitchenette <laughs> right outside the door. Uh, it was such a small little studio. And I mean, th- th- nothing against them like that, that company, because they were with, uh, uh, I think at that time it was after buzz and then it's become mm-hmm. you know popcorn. But I mean, like what they gr- built out of that was is amazing, but it was such a small thing. 
And, you know, like the questions were all like whatever Josh McCougar's favorite movies were. And, you know, it was just so tiny. Lots of Bad Boys 2 questions. Yes. Yeah. Lots of, like, yeah, Bad Boys 2 and like just obscure 80s action movies. No scary movies whatsoever. No, no, no horror movies. Um, and then, you know, when I when I came and started doing my singles career, even still like with with Campia, uh, you know, was my, was the first person that I played, and like most everybody that played in the Schmodown worked there, and so the Schmodown was just something that people would take a break from from whatever else they were really doing to like do the Schmodown thing, and then it's it grew and grew and grew, and uh, <clears throat> that's part of like what kind of caught me on my heels when I came back because I didn't think that I'd been gone that long, and yet when I came out, uh. That, that that live event where I came out and I was just blown away by, you know, cause I hadn't really Christian, like was, it was like cloak and dagger stuff with that, with the reveal with the five horsemen reveal. He was like, yeah. you do not, you know, you, you come in, you gotta have a hood on, like don't go near the stage. Don't go anywhere near the stage. No one can see you. Like when, when you're done, run out the side door. Don't know. No, nothing. It's like, and I get it. Like he wanted to make sure that moment was intact. So like I'd seen yeah. the venue, but I had no idea that many people were going to be there. I could not believe how much had grown just since I'd gone away. And then now when you look at it and just the size of it and, and the fact that it's, it's, it's kept going through all of this when live events are such a part of the lifeblood of it now, it's just it's insane when when we talk about like what Christians built with this and and I mean obviously so many other people Mark and and everyone else that have that have been a part of it, uh, it's crazy to think about how big it is at this point. It's insane. We have we have two division. We have two leagues now. We have Schmodown. Now we have a yeah. developmental league. Like that's how big <laughs> it is. Crazy. They had to make another league for it. Like it's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gotta say yeah. too because I remember I, I remember watching the after buzz studio days and and during the schmoes now two hour show on a thursday evening from seven to eight that's when the trivia would take place and yep it's just as a fan it's it's pretty insane to see how much it's grown it's become this i mean the video we saw the video on twitter today it's the the professional movie trivia league it's the elite of the elite uh in just a, a matter of years so um yeah i it's Kudos to everybody involved because it is absolutely wild how how quick this has grown uh, from a closet game <laughs> to now a full on stadium style of event. I didn't think it would get any better than when I saw the studio when they made the move to Collider. Like I walked in, I was like, they have they have hit the <laughs> pinnacle. Like this is amazing. There's two different sets and uh, there's four cameras. Like oh man, we're never gonna top this. And little did I know like what else was was to come. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jill, let's take the next one. Yeah, so I want to know what are your thoughts on being called the greatest of all time in the showdown? I want to don't I don't want you to be don't be humble about it if you don't want to be like <laughs> I want you like what are your legit honest thoughts about being called the goat of the showdown? It's very flattering, and I do take a lot of pride in it. The one thing that I've always said is like I don't think I I, I understand that it is a fan title. I do not think, despite what some players in the league enjoy doing, I do not think you can proclaim yourself the GOAT. <laughs> it is a title that is bestowed upon you, and quite frankly, it's a title that can be taken away, um, which I think keeps the pressure on. So I, I don't like, you know, kick back in a lounge chair and go, oh, I love being the GOAT. Uh, I, I have to understand <laughs> that, you know, I'm very flattered that a lot of people call me the GOAT, but I mean, 
I I watched shows and I you know I read comment sections like when Col- when Collins beat me I saw people already were kind of like well maybe he's not so it's not <laughs> like it's this permanent thing that's going to stay there forever you got to work hard you got to keep at it uh, so no it's flattering obviously I work hard at trying to 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 keep my game up at a consistent level because I I love it mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to deny that I love it it's great <laughs> and uh, but yeah my my thing has always been that that is something that the fans determine. And it is, and and that can that could be a good thing or that could be a bad thing, and uh, you know, for a long time, Sam Levine was the goat, and then yeah. you know, and and it's it's sort of transferred over to me now. But that's not to say there's not somebody that can come down the road uh, and take it take that title for me as well. So it's not permanent. You got to work at it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, you keep proving mm-hmm. as to why people call you the goat. You know, mm-hmm. someone might take the belt from you, but it's like they'll, they'll just they'll have it for a bit, and I'm going to take that right back. You know. Yeah. So and by the way, anyone that that still says Sam Levine is the goat, and that's the other thing that I always say, they're not wrong. Like, there's not a definitive like we're never yeah. gonna Frankie's never gonna crunch the numbers and be like I figured it out. <laughs> it's the goat. So this is the one. <laughs> this is the one. Like, there's people that say it's me. There's people that say it's Rachel. There's people that say it's Sam. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's Kalinowski. Some people say it's Roca. Uh, there's there's no right or wrong to it. Um, just so it's nice to have knowing that that there's that many people that think it's me. Uh, I think is is really cool. I do have a, a streamlab that came through that's very similar in the conversation that we have. This is from Billy, uh, master of puns, and he says, "Hey, view crew for Dan. Uh, first, hi. Second, you've proven you're the goat. You can't deny it. Uh, countless times over the years." <laughs> Uh, do you think the pressure or ma- to maintain dominance gets trickier every year? And if so, how do you deal with it? Uh, it does because you you have to evolve with the game, and that's uh, you saw me. You saw people saw me uh, struggle with that in real time when I came back. I mean, I, I TKO'd the guy, played a pretty good match, TKO'd Ethan to Ethan. So two two losses out of three, two TKOs out of three. I was struggling. And uh, so, yeah, you do have to evolve with the game. And I think to stay at a consistently high level, you got to prepare. You have to bring in strategy, studying. You know, there's so many things that have been added as you go. Um, I, You know, a, a lot of the pressure is it's just pressure that I put on myself. I'm a very competitive person. I like I like to win. And um, uh, and, you know, I especially hate losing if it's like a mistake that it, it's like if, if the Collins match had gone the other way. Um I would know that it was likely the mistake that I made in the speed round, missing that question. Like, you know, just like not being able to remember Chloe Grace Moretz the first time I played him. Like I, I put all that pressure on myself. Um, so it's really self-applied pressure to, to, to keep my standards up high and I can't control what anybody else does. Um, so yeah, it really is just kind of keeping myself motivated to, to play the best that I can play, whatever that entails. Well, it's worked five times in a championship match. So. I mean, <laughs> so far, so far, so good. Yeah. Uh, Molly, you got something for your faction mates? Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of, I, my question's very simple. What is it like to be on the best faction in the showdown? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I mean, beyond just like the fact that we've had a great year so far, and I think we're going to continue to have a great year. Um, it's just the the we came together at the beginning of the season with this idea of like, we're, we're, we're not just fighting to win. We're in this for each other. And Kaiser 
when we were going through the draft and you know he there was people like wit available and like he was just saying like guys trust me you want wit on this team you want yeah. I, you know and and adam wit is such an asset to this team on and off uh uh you know it, both playing the game and 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 helping everybody else prep and it really is this feeling of um <laughs> There was an idea. There was. Mark, uh, he would know. Uh, but there really is this idea, like the support that we all have. And it's led by Kaiser. Kaiser, down through the ranks. Um, you know, we're all, first of all, we're all playing for Kevin. Um, we all want him to be, like he is with each and every one of us that when we're playing and we can't wait till he's actually on the stage with us. And I don't think there's one member of the dungeon that wouldn't give up their spot on the team if Kevin was ready to play tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think there's one person that wouldn't bow out and say like, take it, Smash. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I think that we all just kind of came in under this idea of who, you know, with all the... <laughs> With all the twists and turns this game makes, who knows how many, how much, how many, how we can get a team like this together again? And you know what? Let's just make a go of it. Let's yeah. just let's just try to do the damn thing. And if it works, <laughs> it works. If it doesn't, like we have Zoom calls that we all get on. If somebody wins or somebody loses, it doesn't matter. And there's not one person in the in the faction that's played win or lose that I think that we all haven't gotten on afterwards and said, hell of a game. Like, uh, like, you know, uh, b- uh, when Wit played, like, it, uh, we don't really, like, everyone on the faction was so effing proud of Adam Wit after How that Star Wars match. Because we were like, How dude, you, you kicked ass. We don't care Did if you won or not. Like, dude, that was awesome. And, yeah, I mean, that it's just the kind of faction that we are. So, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of fun. It's 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 way more even of a, of a you know, showdown family feel than I'd even anticipated. Yeah. And I, I do want to I do want to kind of piggyback off of that. I I will say Kaiser is rubbing off on both you and Molly and so many people in the dungeon because we're getting this so, one, this, so oh, much man. sass. We're getting mm-hmm. we're getting some sassiness from you from Molly. It's it's I and I love it so much because it's 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 the side of so many players in the dungeon that we haven't seen before. Like we haven't seen you like you're prank calling your former manager and I love it. And like, I want more of it. And Molly's out here, like totally just bashing on her husband and saying like, he's straight trash. And it's like, what is happening? Like, he lost his belt. He's dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's such this like positive force of chaos. Like he's just, it's absolute chaos and anarchy, but in a good way. Uh, in a positive way. And so, uh, you know, he can be the enforcer when he needs to be, but you know that he's going to be there at the end of the day with the uh, metaphorical beer and a cigarette, you know, uh, whether you whether you win the match or don't win the match. Yep. yep. Well, for him, the literal beer and a cigarette, and for us, the yep. metaphorical beer. Yep. <laughs> um, so a lot of people were asking the chat. I, I want to make sure I get to these because there were a couple of them. Um, I know that last year you had talked about possibly entering the IG division. Uh, and, and I know it comes up quite a bit. I know it's it's that question that's always going to be asked. But now that Mara has the title and and she's studying and she's playing, mm-hmm. is that something on the horizon that you could see happening in the near future? Or is it kind of just kind of sitting there in limbo at the moment? Well, yeah, both. Uh, I, I've said, and, and I and this was something that I told Kaiser this. I told everybody this before I even signed uh, anything with the dungeon this year. I said, okay, you know, I, I had I'd intended to do it last season. And then when Mara, you know, couldn't play and, and you know, I, we, we kind of figured out this event in New York. I was like, great, I'll go play in New York. If I win, great. If not, 
I'll go into IG. Then we went to Atlanta. I'm like, great, I'll go play in Atlanta. If I win, great. If not, I'll go into IG. And then I said that about every belt match last year. <laughs> and it went all the way to the end of the season. And so then at the end of this, at the beginning of this year, you know, I'm in the dungeon. So I was like, well, I'm not going to give up because Christian, you know, we talked back and forth. He's like, okay, you're going to get a number one contenders match because you defended twice. I'm like, well, I'm not just going to give that up. I'm like, all right, <laughs> no, I'll play Snyder. If I win, great. If not, I'll go into intergeekdom. And then I won. I'm like, all right, I'll play call. And it's now we're doing the same thing uh, again. So my, the thing that I've always been saying is uh, I always want to keep myself available for the singles tournament later this season um, for the dungeon, whether I have the belt or whether I don't have the belt. So I'm not going to preclude that. But my intention has always been that when this run that I'm currently on ends, that would be a chance for me to sort of pause and pivot even more to IG because I don't want to be, obviously I want to be a great teammate to Ben. So I don't want to yeah. be spread out too thin. Um, but it's, it's just kind of, I just kind of keep pushing it down the road. So I remain very interested in it. If circumstances line up in just a certain way, then I'll make that turn this season. But I also want to make sure that I'm playing as best I can in each division. And um, I, I don't know if being a three division player with everything else that I'm doing is feasible. So I, I, I have to, I have to kind of pick and choose. And so right now, obviously my concentration is on singles and teams, but the earliest available opportunity, I am still very interested in the IG division. Ooh, awesome. I know since Alex got, Alex got into it, like <clears throat> compared to studying for star Wars, IG is just a delight to have to study for <laughs> i mean i that's what i love is is the the idea of prepping for a match where i just have like a list of things that i can like cross off like like the singles it's an, it's an infinite list you can watch yeah. 500 movies and it's like great there's fifty thousand more um yep. <laughs> whereas with ig it's like i could sit and study i have a list it's a very i'm a very modular person i'm like i want a list i want you know defined a box around everything so it's it's a new way of studying that i'm looking forward to engaging with and obviously i have a little experience um helping mara be the amazing player that she is she doesn't need that much help for me but uh it's something i'm looking forward to it's a new it's a new kind of challenge i like it, I like it. uh we did get a super chat that came through real quick i want to get to this uh from geo ramos uh which filmmaker would dan want to face an mts just for fun also i need to see dan moreover's kofi outlaw and mts before you retire oh i first of all i love kofi we were we were for a millisecond we were co-workers at screen junkies and uh, he's great i love kofi um i mean obviously kevin smith <laughs> yeah right? That's fair. but it doesn't it doesn't seem like if we face each other that it would be just for fun so uh edgar wright oh that'd be great yeah. he'd whip my ass but it'd be fun <laughs> <laughs> you think he would inside the actual trivia part of all this like how it works it depends it depends on it uh, you know it always depends on the roll of the wheel but like that dude's like an encyclopedia do you, do you like have you ever seen on twitter he'll be like uh, here's what I watched this week, and it's yeah, a stack of movies yeah. like this high. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would fair. love to see him in the showdown. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, Christian, make it happen. He'd be a great. He'd be a great. <laughs> it's not easy. He'd be a great personality out of this game. Yeah, sure. it would be. Um, Brian, got anything else? Yeah. So I would like to know, and if you need time to think about it, that's fine. We can move on to the next one. <laughs> I would love to know a movie that you love that people would be like. Really, Dan likes that movie. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> mm. 
It doesn't have to be like a strength or anything. Just a movie that's just like, I freaking love that. I movie. have a soft spot for Gerard Butler. <gasps> yes. So I like like <laughs> London Has Fallen and Den of Thieves. Like there's a lot of Gerard Butler movies that I like because I, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I like Gerard Butler. So there, I think there's a lot of Gerard Butler films that people are like, oh, I'm sure Dan hates that. I'm like, no, actually, I love that movie. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Jerry B. I did not expect you to throw that answer that fast. I thought that was going to throw you for a loop. I, mean, I like I like some Gerard Butler. I, I mean, there's some good yeah. stuff. And there's some really bad stuff he does, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chill. Has there has there been a moment in your career where you're asked a where you you think of a trivia question, you go, "Oh, that'll never be asked," and then in your match it was, and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't think that would be actually be asked," and I actually knew it. <laughs> yes, yeah, Suburban Commando. Uh, yeah. when I got asked that suburban commando question mm -hmm. with wrestlers in film, I was like, they will. And I guess chance had been asked about it, uh, mm -hmm. last season. I, I, I don't, I don't have a chance to watch every single matchup. So I guess chance had been asked about suburban commando, but I didn't know that, but I'd always quoted the movie suburban commando as like, man, why don't they ever ask about these like obscure nineties movies that I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, like, you know, <laughs> suburban commando. And then sure enough, it came up. So th that's happened a few times. And then a couple times there's been a weird thing where it's just like I watch a movie randomly and then for whatever reason it just happens to come up in the next oh uh, match. Like that happened to me with uh, Dark Crystal. Wow. Um, so I just watched nice. Dark Crystal and then I got a Gelflings question and I, I think I was playing Clark and they asked about it and I was like, Gelflings? Everyone was just like, ooh. And I was like, yeah, I've always known that. Deal trap. <laughs> Uh, we did get a Streamlabs from uh, Mr. Dragon 17. Uh, he says, Dan, how do you balance being on a team with Ben, but at the same time, watching your back since he since you know he's very hungry for that belt? Also, yeah. don't leave Damon out of the GOAT conversation, most dominant champ ever, and 4-1 and one in IG. Yeah, I mean, Damon's making some statements. I think both Damons are going to be making statements this season. Um, right. I have to agree. I mean, we and it's like I said, it's like we said, like I said with the dungeon, like after Molly's first match, we thought that was a statement. Mm -hmm. uh, we all Molly kicked ass in that match. Sometimes you hit somebody who's like perfect, and there's nothing you can't do anything about that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it, it's. Um, I, I mean, Ben and I obviously we we both are ambitious players, and we know that. Uh, I think we both are very understanding of the fact that our team is not going to work if we're withholding information from each other. It's just yeah. not going to work. If we're playing games with each other and being like, well, I'm really not good at this, but I'm going to tell them I am or vice versa, then the team isn't going to work. So <laughs> it, it's just, you know, Ben's on a path right now to the to the belt potentially. And um, if he gets there, then we'll deal with that. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm sure he's probably got some things tucked in his back pocket. And, I'm and you know, I've got a couple of things tucked in my back, back pocket. But there's not this thing where we're, like, circling each other, being like, well, what can I tell him and what can I not tell him? Like, I have to be open about my weaknesses and strengths. And, I'm, and I am. And I'm very confident that he is as well. And, you know, the, uh, us succeeding as a team is just as good as us succeeding as individuals. And if we play each other for the belt, the dungeon gets the same points either way. So it's like let's go the path that helps us succeed together. Yeah. I'm so excited to see you two debut in this team's tournament. Danger like zone. I'm danger zone. Uh, number one, <laughs> awesome name. I'm, I'm just so excited to see you guys. Cause you, I mean, I'm pretty positive that everyone has you guys at the top of their brackets for this, uh, this team tournament. And 
it's 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 intimidating to have both you and Ben on a team together. You know, these two current and former singles champion, and it's it's scary. And I'm really excited to see what you guys can do as a team. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it may be intimidating, but it's also like, and I got a little bit of this with John too when we played <laughs> together before he, you know, dropped me to go do whatever he's doing. Um, <laughs> I there's also an expectation. I mean, like, I there was a whole thread, Frankie. Frankie Numbers started this whole thread about how how much of a disappointment we were as a team because we we you know we didn't dominate and it's like that there's also that expectation there that yeah. because Ben and I are teamed up like you know it's like well they're a failure if they don't win the tournament and it's like well that's a lot of pressure for us because yeah. even success isn't enough you have to succeed plus mm-hmm. and so we have to manage that when you're going into a tournament especially like you know an eight team tournament it's like yeah. there's no margin for error and especially with teams that we don't know what they're going to do because we've only seen whether their team compete with each other you know it's all new brand new teams yeah so it's it's that plus all the pressure of knowing that this expectation is on us that if we don't it's i think people think that if we don't win a belt then we're a failure as a team automatic off the bat like like yeah. not by the end of the season like right now today with no time to work on the team dynamic, with no time to, you know, that's why we're putting in all the time that we can off the field, <laughs> if you will, um, to get to get that right. Because we know that there's no margin for error. None whatsoever. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's for sure. Because if, yeah, oof. Now that I think about <laughs> it, like, yeah, yikes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's a lot of pressure. You have to, because you're, you, you're, you guys are put on this, this pedestal to say, which you rightly deserve to be. And you, you really have to prove it. And it's, but I'm, can I just, I'm so stoked. I'm so excited to see (laughs) how you guys work as a team. I'm excited to see Kaiser in there working with you too. It's I'm, I'm ready for it. Bring well, it. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm a little careful. curious myself. They're on the same side as your team deception, Jill. So watch I out. I know they are. And I, I know. Do, I do want to piggyback off that real quick because I think in this was, it was obviously short lived, but the founding fathers, I think a big part of the reason why you maybe weren't, as Frankie puts it, the most successful thing ever was the manager side of this, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have seen so far that Kaiser seems much more involved. He is he is able to talk to his players the way that they need him to talk to them. And whatever happens between you and Ben on screen in the match, it always seems like Kaiser is going to be there to kind of be that glue, for lack of a better term. It's He's going to be the glue for not just you guys, but the dungeon. And it's, it's been proven so far this year with the lead you guys have. I have no doubt that if something does happen, if whatever, Kaiser is going to be there to bring it all back together. Kaiser is a coach. Yeah. That's what he is. Gucci, it's like being managed by the mascot of the team. <laughs> you know, he's very amusing, uh, but it's a little tough in some in, in the game. Sometimes you're like, "Hey, take take the head off," and maybe you know, like, give me give me a couple points uh, pointers here. So yeah, Kaiser is a coach. He he's coaching you up. He's got the Newt Rockney thing going on, mm-hmm. and uh, and. and you know, I, I that's my that's my fear, and I and I saw it a little bit like when they were the the week that I won against Collins, when they were voting for manager of the week. A lot of people were like, well, why should I vote for Kaiser? Well, all he did was play Dan Merle. Like, I'm sorry, no, like like I that, that there's so much more to it. Like, no 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 player exists in a vacuum, and Kaiser mm-hmm. puts in so much friggin' time 
with each and every one of us time that he doesn't have. And, and there's no like, I can't right now. He adjusts his schedule around all of us. And it's crazy what he puts into this. So um, he is, uh, I, I mean, I knew that he was a great manager because I did my homework before I signed, but uh, even more so mm-hmm. I, to, to a degree that I never expected. He's just, he's phenomenal. Uh, we do have two stream labs that have come through. Uh, guys, all you watching, uh, we have Dan for about another 10, 15 minutes. So get those questions in. Uh, these two are both from Daniel. First one is much more of a comment. He says, what's up, Vuker? What's up, Goat? Uh, I enjoyed your Oscar reaction video yesterday. You have become one of my favorite movie reviewers slash pundits. Uh, whenever a new movie or TV show comes out, your review is always the first one I click on. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Um, and he follows that up with, if you guys wanted to create a new category on the wheel, what would it be? For me, it would be animal-centric movies. Oh. Animal films. I like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. That's a tough question. That is a yeah. tough question. There's so many categories already. No, I thought coming. my question was going to be tough, but this is <laughs> yeah. I think like Brit- British comedy. Oh, Ooh. would be fun. You know, I, I just, I just love, yeah. I love that the, the sensibility and the dry, dry sense of humor so much that I think that'd be a fun slice to put on there. I would probably go towards like what favorite actor or director. And I don't know who's already a slice, but that's, it's the easiest thing for me to choose. Cause I, I obviously like the, the genres already picked, so I'd probably pick like a. And his filmography is not huge, but like a Denis Villeneuve or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, just, I love his movies, and there's so much information in there that you can pick them all apart. Yeah, I mean, he'd be he'd be popular slice. I'll tell you that much because any director with a limited filmography yeah. or a small filmography, people are just like, yes, because it's, it's <laughs> easy to easy to watch, easy to study. But his yeah, movies like are very Wars. dense. Yeah. <laughs> I had a similar question, actually, uh, that that could piggyback off that. If you could uh, choose anything to do an exhibition match, what? I mean, like, like not counting for anything, just for fun. Yeah. uh, What would you have it themed? Wow, I had to turn down a Star Trek one once, and I was so upset. But it just the timing just wasn't right. I just didn't have I I didn't have time to. It was kind of short notice, and Mm -hmm. I just didn't have time to prep like I wanted to. Um, Movies under fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what I would want. I would want. I would want like a movie flop category, like just people are saying this in the chat. They're saying right here. I would love for Razzies. Yeah, yeah Razzie category. Oh, no, please. <laughs> I think that's called the Inner Geekdom Division. Oh, uh, no. Good grief. There's some stinkers in that. In you just that, have to uh, watch, you just have to watch Catwoman. You just have to watch oh. Catwoman 19 times, you know. Just Catwoman, <laughs> X-Men Origins, Wolverine, uh, Steel. Oh, there's so bad. I know that, I know that Kevin Smets loves Steel, so I don't want him to get angry at me, but I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, oh, wow, that's a really good question. I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, I think I might want to. Uh, I think I might want to do because I know it's a slice on the wheel now with the readjustment of the categories. I'm I'm a I'm a Bat fan. Batman mm-hmm. is like my dude, superhero yes. wise. So I think I'd love to do a Batman exhibition match because I love all the Batman movies. And, so then uh, you must have loved the fact that Mara won her belt off of a Batman. I lost, I lost <laughs> so my good. mind with yeah. that one. So I lost good. my mind. Now, yeah. now for a Batman exhibition match, would you also want like? the animated series thrown in there or like just the films? I mean, I think, you know, 
for schmo by schmodown rules, I think it would just have to be the the theatrically released films. But yeah. uh, you know, I, I I'm sure they would never do it because poor PJ and the and the writers, I wouldn't <laughs> want them to have to blow like seventy Watch. Batman questions in one go. But I would do I would definitely do a Batman exhibition match. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, that'd be so fun. Would be fun. Yeah, I think I would be down with doing a John Hughes exhibition match. I think is that a slice on the wheel? It is, but it is. It, yeah. yeah, that'd be. But again, there's so many cast members, and <clears throat> and he wrote and directed so many different movies. Yeah, that and apparently Superman, I have become You're really good at, at Superman. <laughs> I don't know why. Like we when we were watching all those Superman movies, I mean Superman four is interesting. But it's like <laughs> all that trivia just like sticks in my head, and I'm like, mm, yeah, Mark Pillow. He was great. <laughs> Mark who? Nuclear, Nuclear man. man. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, His only it, weakness is shade. <laughs> <laughs> we take another stream labs here from Daniel. Uh, he says, hey, Dan, I also enjoyed your Godfather video. I never knew about the information about uh, John Cazell. Really interesting stuff. Can't wait to do Godfather part two video. I wanted to get your opinion if there'll be a resurgence for gangster films. Ooh. That's a good question. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, a lot of times Hollywood romanticizes history from like, like filmmakers romanticize the history from like when they were young. So mm -hmm. they get to like couples of the seventies and he's doing movies that are set in like the forties and fifties. I, I don't know if we're going to keep going back that far. I think we're going to see a lot more movies about the eighties and nineties as history, which is really going to start freaking me out. Right. But um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And also the gangster genre, it's like it's been invented, reinvented, flipped on its head, turned sideways so many different times. Uh, I think if we do get there'll be there always be crime movies, but I think they're going to be more in the not in like the classical sense of a gangster movie. It'll be more, you know, contemporary, you know, not so much Godfather era. There you go. Um, Brian, you got anything uh, anything else? Yes. So, uh, is there anyone that you have never gotten the chance to play past or present that you were just like, darn, I would love to play them. Yeah. Um, Drew McGuini never played him. Oh, wow. really? I have never, well, I guess I played lawn and teams, so I, I can't say I've never played lawn because I have played lawn, but I've never played Drew McGuini in any capacity. Wow. Obviously would always love that Rachel Cushing match. I think yeah, that would be both. fun. She is a mighty talent and we just mm -hmm. sort of missed each other uh, through just me being gone. And then she pivoted away from singles, like right as I was coming back. So, and then I wasn't in teams at the same time she and Clark were in teams. Oh, no. It was just like, it never, it never worked out. So I never played Rachel. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird. These, these players that, that I've gone years and years without playing. I, I think Drew McQueenie is probably the most prominent one because he's such a big name and, people you know consider him to be i think on my level as far as like especially contemporaneous with me and 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 then going after with that run that he and sam had in teams mm -hmm. that'd be number one on my list and then again kevin smith i would love to play i'd play him in the alley right now if he wanted to <laughs> hey i mean fun. he's he's got an undefeated record right now you know maybe one more and i mean yeah it could happen I'm still um, waiting for Doug Benson to play. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> I I really hope it happens this this season because I, I love his movie podcast. I've seen it live twice. Uh, and 
I really hope he gets to play. <laughs> He's a funny dude. He's a funny, yes. funny dude. He knows a lot about movies too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jill, you got anything to uh, to wrap this up before we before like a Dan go? I'll 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 do a I'll do a fun one since he's in the chat and I like to hype him up. And we've said multiple times on this show that you have officially made it when Brian Ward makes a poster of you or a Photoshop of you, and you clearly have many of those. What is your favorite Dan Merle Brian Ward? Oh, that's so mm. tough. Oh man, that's hard because it's also <laughs> tough. Like, I, I don't know exactly when he took over, so I don't want to like pick one and then it's like, oh, he didn't do that one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I am a little jealous. I see all the ones that the Star Wars players get, and I'm like, oh man, like the I... one that he did for Wit with like the Han Solo one. Right? Like, that so is awesome. <laughs> that is I'm so not gonna cool. say I'm not gonna say that Watto one wasn't horrible. But... <laughs> oh. That would be my luck is I would get Watto. Like Adam Wick gets Han Solo, Molly's like a like a dark Jedi, and I'm like I'm Watto. That would be my luck. You're Watto in a flannel though. <laughs> that's fair. Um, I, the stuff that's all done for like the live events and uh, is all so cool. Like yeah. it's 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 hard for me to like pick one out in my head or like distinguish it but, but from the other ones, but all the stuff that's like put together for the live events or like those big, like one shot, like, you know, posters where it's just like a big fight. Like I, it's just, I like to, he makes me look cool, which is, I have a never ending appreciation for anyone that can make me look cool. <laughs> you did see the Watto one he did of you, right? I, I, yes, I may have blocked <laughs> it out mentally, but I, yes, I did. It had the hat and everything. It, was it did. Best. No, it was, it was masterful work as always. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we have asked you this before because you were on the show previously when we had Mar on, but um, we always ask our guests when they come on for the first time uh, because movies bring us together. Uh, and so do you have a, and what is it? Not just do you, but what is it? A favorite movie snack and a favorite candy. Yeah, well, I mean, movie snack, if we're out, it's I'm, I'm boring, but it's always popcorn. Uh, if it's not popcorn, if we're, if we're there early enough, I do not eat them during the movie. But if we're there early enough, I like a good movie nacho. Yes. Um, but only if I've got time to sit there because I don't want to be fumbling with the cheese and the peppers and the thing yeah. and crunch it like during the movie. It's only if we get there early enough for me to like finish yeah. them like maybe during the trailers. Yeah. So that's a movie a movie candy. Um, most of the time, I'm like a Raisinets guy. Very rare, very occasionally, I'll be in the mood for like a, a Junior Mint or a Sour Patch Kid. Mm. Uh, big big Ooh. fan of those. And then every once in a while, I'll feel the pull for Milk Duds. Nice. Oh, yes. Milk Duds for yes. the win for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brian Ward <laughs> says uh, it's the one as you as Indy chase, chasing Christian as Indy. <gasps> oh. oh that was, <laughs> the I to remember that one. That was a I while to, ago. I need to look that, that one up. That was a while ago. Yeah, while I got to look those up. That was. <laughs> uh, well, Dan, thank you so much for, for coming on for a little while, hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy, and it was uh, really fun to get to talk to you finally. So thank you. No, my pleasure. I promise. It won't be It won't be as long next time uh, before you're able to get me on. I'm trying to be better about staying in communication with people. So. <laughs> no worries, and uh, good luck in the team tournament. Thank good you. Luck. Thank you very much. It's going to be a tough road, and uh, – we're not taking anything for granted. So we just got to be ready to come out and play our best and we'll disappoint Frank and, and, and <laughs> no matter what happens and then we'll see what happens. You know, that's, is there that's anyone, 
That's the is one thing anyone that does it? just to go after Frank. That's all they want. Yeah. I, exactly. listen, I love Frank. Frank is my producer, so I I, I, I feel okay with uh, with razzing him a little bit. There you go. <laughs> We're just as open for criticism as anybody else. That's part of the game. <laughs> well, thanks again, Dan. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Dan. you. Great talking Dan. to you. Ah, oh, that was good. Yay. That was good. That was fun. Uh, thank that was you to fun. everyone who threw out questions as well. Thank, thank you, you guys everybody. so much. Those are some really good questions in there. Uh, absolute blast. Um, I was going to say about Milk Duds. I remember because I, I loved Milk Duds growing up. And I remember when I got my braces and the first time I tried yeah. to eat Milk Duds after having braces on, I was like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. <laughs> milk Duds yeah. are the Thanks. braces destroyer. But they I was are like, so good. I, I ate yeah. like a couple and I was like, I don't think I can eat these with my braces. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. Uh, each week we get into some FCL stuff. We talk about the matches, we preview some stuff, but um, this week we actually have a special guest joining us. Um, and if you have been uh, watching FCL specifically last weekend or last week, excuse me, um, this gentleman has been making quite a, uh, Quite the noise in the FCL, uh, and he's been pissing off the chairman a little bit as well. Let's oh, go and bring cool. him on. It is Mr. Andrew Furtado. Oh, hello, hello! Well, thank you so much for the warm introduction. <laughs> talking about my no forthcomings, whatever. That's fine. Oh. You know, we, we'll nothing nowhere but up from now on. So, mm, anyone sorry. other than Jake want to talk? I'd rather that <laughs> personally. Oh boy. Oh man, you know, any show I go on, it seems. There's always one, and I'm, I'm glad there's a Jake today. You know, that's all I <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll ask you a question. the first question. How are you feeling just after everything that went down? Yeah. Well, you know, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it's – sorry, hold on. Siskel, get out. Sorry, Siskel. Um, yeah, I – hold on. I – <laughs> we we love enough. a good furry furry friend. Yeah, Jake, yeah. where's yours? Yours is probably lurking in the back. Uh, he went in, he went inside. He was back here, but he went inside. Cisco uh, has has a bit of a tendency to uh open doors. So uh oh. Oh, that was a great that was a great thing to learn one day. But uh yeah, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I've been great. As you can see, I'm very busy at my house, you know. Um mm -hmm. I, I've been uh, reflecting a lot and realizing that I'm still, I've reviewed my matches, my match, pardon me. Um, I'm in the right. And I, I stand by my, my thoughts about PLD and the situation. Yeah, no, Jake, see, you, you're coming at me again with the eyebrow. I saw it pop up. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the right. And I stand by that. I've, rev I've started, uh, you know, decided today, take this whole time, relax. I'm not even getting dressed anymore. I, I'd normally be wearing a blazer. I'm, I don't have a robe yet, so I'm borrowing my wife's. But <laughs> well, um, whatever works. You know, yeah. it, it's exactly exactly. Um, <laughs> I've, 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 you know, this is just since I've been quarantined and in, in, in solidarity. I've been just go. Wow. I should, I should go this way. Well, that doesn't help. <laughs> that way, I'm not giving anything away. But I, I've been, I've been busy trying to get through as much as I can, study up, so PLD has nothing on me. Mm -hmm. um, him and I went on a, a little bit of a tangent over the weekend. He was at a wedding, good for him, uh, but he still found time to uh, razz me about Ed Harris, and I don't, I don't fully uh, feel like it's it's uh, the FCL is a little bit of a mess right now. That's that's oh. my opinion. It's, I mean, you know, clear biases are are being taken, and I, I just personally, um, not here for it. Not here for it's, it at all. Who, who are the hot, biases hot take, for? Who takes. are we being biased for or against? The. <sighs> 
You know, I I don't I don't understand. A lot of a lot of the fans have taken to me as kind of a villain of a bad guy, and I disagree with that. And I feel like that's hundred percent in the editing uh, of the editor. Uh, Brad has been. Yeah, and see, Chris Adams, geez, it's like a Google alert. Anytime I'm anywhere, this guy just comes out of nowhere. Oh, is there a block? Can you block somebody on YouTube? Oh, no. Why? Maybe. No. We'll look into that one. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we don't have any of our moderators here today, so uh, we'll have to do that later on. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nothing Nothing says movies like we'll do it in post. Thanks again, Jake. Really killing it today. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, the biases are definitely mm -hmm. towards people who are confident and, and aware. And and yes. uh, as I as I stated before, my letterbox is public. It's not not knowledge, you know, not hard to find what I watch, what I don't, finding my strengths and weaknesses. And I've since realized that, uh, you know, PLD had plenty of time. I was very, I, I can't. As soon as my match was announced. I started going out, uh, making my presence known, trying to make a name because, as Robert Adams so uh, eloquently put, I'm uh, I'm not known in this uh, in this world at all. And I, I very I had the opportunity to sneak attack. Uh, instead, I put a bit of a target on my head, gave PLD. Well, this guy's a jerk. Screw him. Let's make sure. Thank you, Jillian. I appreciate it. Um, uh, I, I I felt the need to. Uh, kind of make the statement and unfortunately it doesn't seem like the statement the fcl wanted out there uh, a man confident of who he is what he watches how he performs and and uh you know it, it unfortunately uh painted the the picture that i feel like they want someone like a, a a campbell to be their first person i mean you see the dynasty you see all the love he gets all the people appreciating him treating him like a king just because he's from scotland <laughs> That's it's cool. The, it's the accents. They, they get the all the accent. special treatments. I'm from the East Coast. I got no good accent. It all just sounds <laughs> gross. And unfortunately, I, I see them wanting to be uh, have a poster boy to make this, since this is the first FCL, to be somebody who who is uh, you know a real a real chosen one. You know, not someone like me. And, uh, you know, I, 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 instead of sitting there and just letting them take it, I decided, you know what, I'm coming at them. I'm not letting it, you know, go by the wayside. I'm not letting PLD get to PL me. <laughs> who, who do you think is the bigger problem, PLD or Brad? Well, I mean, PLD definitely um, didn't feel the need to apologize oh. personally. Fair. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, Brad... <sighs> I mean, he's just doing what he has to do. Fair. He's got. He's got to put. He's got two things he has to do. He has to put gel in his hair, and he has <laughs> to lay down the law. And un yeah. unfortunately, you know, uh, I picked out the. I, I. I. You know, I'm still not going to apologize, and I, I don't feel the need to. But I understand where Brad is coming from. I'm not happy about it. Fair. Thank you. I appreciate. That's all I need to hear. Fair, Brian. You're a man of. Fair. You're a man of elegance and class. Jake, you could learn oh, something you. from him. <laughs> so, so whenever you do get to come back uh, and 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 play again, uh, what do you think of some people labeling you as the bad boy of the FCL with everything that's gone down? You know who else was a bad boy? Ricky Bobby. And you know what he did? Won races. Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Jillian, you and I, we get it. We both wear dark jeans. We know well, what's he, going he also on. Thought, he also thought he was on fire and started running around the raceway. So, Okay, here we go again, Jake. I'm just going <laughs> to... 
just just as everyone seems to like doing with me, pointing out my flaws. I make a reference. I understand. You think I don't know that? Oh, I'm just boy. saying he might not have been the best reference. Oh, but boy. he won! Yeah. It doesn't matter the journey. What is the final result is what people will remember. And I'm coming back. Once this dumb little suspension is over, I'm back. I'm going to find somebody to go after, and I'm going to make my presence known. And I'm not going to be last because, baby, Jake, listen, open your ears, your eyes, your nostrils, your mouth. Get it all out there. I am going to be first, just like Mountain Dew is the first drink of the NASCAR <laughs> and most Taco Bells. I will be that first. Hmm. You ain't going to find any arguments about Taco Bell here. That's for nope, sure. Nope. <laughs> so, okay. I have a question. And so when, when this expansion is up and if, if you don't end up getting more after this, I, who knows what's going to happen? Well, um, I'm not on FCL right now. I'm on, I'm on a, a, a great YouTube channel who had the oh, balls you. and thank the lady balls to come out with me <laughs> and let me speak my piece. I got you. I got you. So, so you guys are in, we're good. Back to your um, question. So is there is there someone that you would love to return against? Uh, maybe someone who has played, maybe someone that hasn't played, that we know that is in the league. Is there anybody that comes to mind? Well, there's a ding-dong on Facebook really really just coming after me right now. And he called me out on his in his match, the little uh, the collector, which, by the way, horror franchise, if you've seen it, terrible, just like his playing style. And <laughs> he wants me. I, I, I don't want anything with that. I, I'm out with that nonsense. I'd rather fight somebody. You know, I, I want to see if you I'm taking this time, like I said, reviewing everything going on, trying to get an understanding of who everybody is. And and uh, I don't want to find somebody weak. I want to find somebody, you know, I, I don't want to just have a jobber match. I don't want to have a quick little thing. I want I want my statement to be strong. So I need to really figure this out and, and pick pick who I go up against real dainty like. <laughs> yeah. That's a good strategy. I, I like that. Pinky I say out. you I yeah. say you seek revenge, take out Chris Adams and then just go back. You see Where's a that? boy wanted harder? My God, you think he's a <laughs> You'd think he's at a, 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 a singles night. He's just coming after me every second he wants. You know, we used to go to high school dances, and there was a guy. We called him Andy the Shark. Not me. Different Andrew. I don't go by Andy. I, I am Andrew always. But we called him Andy the Shark because that dude snuck people around. He found he found his prey, and he let, he let loose. Oh. And right now, baby boy, Chrissy the Shark, get out of my business. I'm out of the water. <laughs> Chrissy the Shark. Oh, oh boy. <sighs> The whole oh, Adams crew can just buzz off. I'm sick of it. Oof. We'll hear about Bro, that on Twitter later. I, keep, I constantly hear crunching of chips in my ear the whole time. They're talking <laughs> bag of chips, bag of chips. Bag of chips. <laughs> oh, here you go. He's, he's stepping in. When I win my oh, first match, man. Andrew will have to put in work to get to me. Oh, Oof. God. You know what? Win your first match. Shut me up. I don't care. <laughs> God, I hope you win. I hope you win. I do. <laughs> The, the, I mean, because like I'm saying, Robert Adams' win over me isn't a win. It's on paper a win, but that was a bias match. Let's review. Actually, you know what? Let's not review, Jake. Unless you want to review, because then if you do, I don't. I definitely floor, don't. floor is yours. We don't have to review. No. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jake. You're getting better. I, I like it. you're really, you're really warming up to me here. Well, you got but Mike, having... Mike Phillips in the chat, uh, and there might be other people in the chat that don't know why you were suspended. Okay, 
I don't know if anyone's noticed uh, in this this time here. Uh, I have a bit of a mouth, and unfortunately, uh, after my debut match, um, I lost. I understand that it's a it's a it's a stain on my record uh, at the FCL, and I understand that. Um, I had the unfortunate take of going against a fella who, no offense to him, looks like a Kevin Smith fan. And they softballed this boy, Kevin Smith question, after Kevin Smith question, after, sure, that was his real, but then he got another one. And it was, it, it was just unfair. It was, it was like, just, Jillian. <laughs> what does a Kevin Smith fan look like? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, most of the time they, uh, you know what? I, it's too easy. I can't do this. <laughs> That's low-hanging fruit. Jillian, I can't go after you. You've been nothing but kind to me. And, oh, and when I first got announced, uh, you were one of the first people to really come on my side. So thank you very much for that. Uh, Jake, I, again, I don't, you know what? It's just <laughs> pistol whipping a blind kid. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> so the thing about, the thing about me... <laughs> I didn't mean to offend you, Jillian. I apologize. <laughs> but as you can see, I have a that bit of a, I have a bit of a mouth, and um, I, I my match went very unfairly, and I I, I refuse to let that um, not be known and, and let it go by the wayside because I definitely, as you guys saw, the the wheel spun. I got the most generic round. I got horror, a genre. It could be any year, any director, any actor, any situation. There's tons of different subgenres. And God dang, I got a perfect round. No 50-50s, no one-pointers. I got it. I aced it. And sure, I got the question about Toy Story's year wrong, but that movie is timeless. You got to understand. Mm -hmm. It could come out every year, and I, could sh I should be right. It's come out multiple times. <laughs> Yeah. So that question I got wrong. That's fine. I did. I think I held my own. And once it got the wheel could be spun in a favor. And then my one point, my two pointer, my three pointer and my five pointer, you know, I, it just, uh, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate. I, 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 I also, you know, I, I don't like to make excuses, uh, but I just got my COVID shot that day and I was still feeling a little woozy. Oh. You know, the second second thing and, you know, the show must go on. So, you know, obviously I've got to I've got to stay through. And uh, I mean, we think back and Jeremy Garner, that's a COVID answer. <laughs> it's it's a COVID answer. That's your brain that's COVID shutting answer. down. That's you got, COVID talking. You get the pudding brain after your COVID first brain. or second mm -hmm. shot for like yeah. a good 24, 48 hours. They got to understand that. Thank you. I appreciate that, Molly. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's just, thank you. Side effects. And I'm telling you, it, I know who Jeremy Renner is. I know who Jeremy Garner is and they both have apps where you can buy pictures of their faces, but that doesn't mean they're the same person in my brain. That, that is unfortunately how it went, but uh, yeah. That's so that, I hope that answers a little bit more about who I am. I I'm a very well-educated man. I, uh, I'm very well employed and I, 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 you know, I've got a lot of dogs. Nothing <laughs> wrong with a lot of dogs. Yeah. Wrong with well, that? I think, uh, I, I know that when, when you reached out, you wanted to put yourself out in front of the community a little bit more. Those who maybe not didn't recognize the FCL. And as the chat 
some people who didn't know who you were. Um, you're, you're doing your job. I could say you're doing your job and you're making yourself known. And uh, you. I'm very interested to see when you get back and seeing what happens. Um, Thank you. And, I, I uh, recommend people watch the FCL because they yes. are really doing a great job. Uh, over if there. you're not watching the FCL, change that like tomorrow I mean, because the FCL guys. is tomorrow. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, PST, and see Robert Adams just comes out of nowhere. Like it, I'm telling you, they've got a Google alert. There's they're watching YouTube, just waiting for anyone to mutter their name. It could be it could be anything, any mixture of the two. They're gonna pop out and go, "Who are you talking about me?" <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's talk about ribs. <laughs> Well, uh, Andrew, I think uh, you, you've definitely um, used your time wisely during this this time here on POV. We thank you so much for stopping by. I do want to ask, though, um, what is your favorite movie snack and your favorite candy, if you don't mind me asking? Easy. Reese's Pieces. It's the only one I won't finish in the theater. Because that thing, you munch them down hard, and then you get hit with a brick in the belly, and God <laughs> damn it, you want to stop, and then you leave. You leave the theater, you go, you know what? I won't keep these Reese's Pieces, but I'm glad I didn't finish it. <laughs> okay, it's a confidence boost. Yeah. You're leaving the rest of the, the day just uh, feeling accomplished. Well, at least I worked on my diet. I didn't finish all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, again, thank you so much for hanging out, stopping by. We look forward to seeing you back after your suspension is up and seeing what you do in the FCL. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you letting me come on, Jake. Um, you know, you really warmed up to me afterwards. and uh, At least I did something you. right. There you go. Well, you know, everyone, uh, you know, clock is right twice a day. So <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how you do next time. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, have a good night. Thanks again. Of course. Bye. Oh, oh my God. I love it. That was what great. a treat. That was what great. A treat. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Um, all right, well, let, let's get back into some free-for-all, guys, because we have about we'll, – we'll take about the next 10, 15 minutes or so. Uh, we haven't talked about the winner of this free-for-all yet. We have oh, not only about, my, my, my uh, We have not talked about primetime time. Primetime really, time. I really want to just play the background music right now. I know, right? Yeah, David Without Bean getting might, copyrighted. <laughs> you might copyright us, but uh, – yeah. Um, yeah, look, Paul has been through – I'm not going to say the ringer the last year, but he's been on – Kind of like a soul-searching redemption tour, if you will, right? Yeah. Um, he was one player when he entered the league. He lost the belt, and he completely flipped as a character, as a player. And he was on the up-and-up last year. Uh, final exam ended up losing their number one contenders match in uh, the teams. He lost in the singles tournament. And then this year, they've just kind of been struggling, right? He, he obviously beat Bibbs in singles, uh, but they, they struggled in teams. And he comes out, and we always know that – Paul is one of the most dynamic players this league has, period. Yeah. Um, he is so well-trained in a number of categories that a lot of competitors aren't trained in. Uh, classics, Pixar, like stuff that he just kills in. Um, and it played to his strength. It played to his strength. Uh, it, it just it came down to the wire. It was obviously OT with him and Bateman, uh, which was, to me, like such a great finish. You know, Obviously, it's Bibbs and Merle the past number of free-for-alls. Now it's kind of like these newcomers and Bateman and Oyama. And like Brian mentioned earlier, that that reaction he had was so genuine, so real. Um, and it meant so much to him, but also Winston, seeing Winston afterwards as well, uh, what it means to swag overall. And he gets that title shot, and we come to find out that it's he can save it for next season. He can save it for the season after. It's just whenever he wants to use it. Um, and he's setting himself up for real good success. And it was really cool because obviously free-for-all, anybody can win. 
But I know the four of us collectively, as we were watching, being like, we would love to see Paul Yama win this. Mm -hmm. We screamed. definitely uh, cheered quite loud. Yeah. I mean, if you guys remember the last time Paul won something and the way that Jill reacted. Um... Wait till you see this one. <laughs> this one was better. Like there I was... said, I literally called him. I called him. I was like, answer your phone. <laughs> and I left a screaming voicemail on his phone. It was, I, I'm always so happy when, when Paul wins. He's, he's, I was there from the beginning of his uh, schmodown journey. I was there when he won the belt. I was there when he lost the belt. I've been there from when he went heel to when he went face and I've been through the entire thing. And it's just, it's so nice just to see how far he's come and really the short span that he's been in the schmodown. He's only been in the schmodown for about two, two and a half, three years now. Not, well, yeah, not. He, the, the year he won the title, he was a rookie, I believe. Yep, he was. He, yeah, was, he was a rookie. rookie. He went like six won. and one or seven and mm -hmm. one or something. And so it's it's just so fun to see how far he's come. And you, and you can just see when he plays, whether you know Paul personally or not, you can see when he plays how absolutely passionate he is about the Schmodown. Yep. He loves this community. He came up from the fan leagues and he's him and him and Chance were one of those first, you know, fan league am amazing players that came up and just dominated. And it's it, <laughs> I, I can never I, I just can never not be absolutely over the moon whenever paul wins something and this was a big one just say you won the free-for-all is is a lot and you can tell that by his reaction and it's just i this is this is looking to be a good year for paul yama and i i think this is really gonna boost his confidence even more and it's it's watch out watch out for prime time because he's his clock is set man and he's coming to get you he's he's raring to go i am so so stoked for him yeah and, and brian brings up a good point in the chat um the last time ben and paul played each other he got ko'd at spectacular he did um he so did. it was kind of a very personal win for him not just in the fact that he like like jill said the free-for-all is a very coveted prize you but, could see his excitement when jen left and he knew it was just them two exactly. he was like bring it, it. it. exactly yeah. and and i was i was lucky enough to be there in person and it was a it was a demoralizing defeat it was it yeah. was rough it was really hard to watch but ultimately it turned him into the player he kind of al always needed to be and we're starting to really see that um and this isn't just the peak it's like that uphill climb uh towards what he can really do molly i know he was going up against your faction mate but we're all big fans of Paul. It was really cool to see him take this up. Oh, yeah. I mean, as much as I would have loved to see uh, Bateman go as far as he did and, and then take the win on this one, um, I, I was super stoked to see. Just You could just tell the look on his face when, you know, he was he probably thought, okay, Bateman probably knows this and he's trying to uh you can never make, trust Bateman. Pull yeah, Bateman. He, he's he trying to Bateman. he's trying pull to pull a Bateman, Bateman. Uh, uh which he had trouble doing because there was no countdown but you know he, he did his best <laughs> uh and I think you could just see it on his face when he flipped over his board and and then Paul flipped over his board and he just like it was just like pure uh ecstasy on his face <laughs> he was like oh yeah, my god I'm... yeah so i of course i was happy to see him 
take this one. I was ha- I was happy to see him and Winston bond over uh, winning the free for all. And yeah, I I can't wait to to get him on the show and to talk to him. You know, if we can. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Come on here. His schedule is just so wonky right now, but yeah. we'll get him on here. Yeah. You bet. You bet we will. Brian? Yeah, I'm just I'm just listening to the song on repeat on repeat right now on my headphones. <laughs> it's uh, so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Um but yeah, I mean you like I said, you could see when it got down to him and Ben, it was like perfect. Like he was like, This is exactly a situation I would love to be in. And the fact that we had to like just go to like some extra questions and just everything it was just exactly what you wanted yes exactly what you wanted and hey the dungeon didn't win the tournament but they got points out of it so like i mean as if they needed more of those exactly so while ben didn't win it they still got something from it however you could see that this meant a lot to Paul. He wanted this so bad and you could just tell. And I mean, let's be honest. Do we all, did we want to hear Bateman talk about winning the free for all for the rest of our lives? I could hear Bateman talk or sing about anything. That is true. I mean, if he was going to sing every time he would announce it. it, then okay. If you but, bust the guitar out, then <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think um, <clears throat> Paul definitely has some tricks up his sleeve, maybe up his little mustache as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he he killed it and just... Uh, there's a reason Paul is a former champion. Like, he, I think the greatest thing about him is his knowledge is spread so far for how young he is for how young exactly that you have no idea where he can strike from like you can go back and watch all of his matches and that could still not pinpoint where he could could beat you at um and you know it's just one part of a movie that Bateman hadn't seen or didn't remember. Um, and Paul did. And clearly they knew he knew the answer because Winston was talking about how Winston knew he knew the answer before it was even done. Like, so the second he turned around and Bateman had it wrong, he already knew that, Paul had it won. So, I mean, that, that also is shows a level of like trust with Winston and Paul. Like the fact that he knew his player knew that answer. I mean, that's, that's huge because that means they are really working together. It's not just some who like team and a manager like type thing. And, um, and I, but I, at the same time, I don't think Winston is that type of manager at all. But I think him and Paul together, I, I 
don't see anyone else working as well with Paul than I do Winston. And you can always just see how invested Winston and his players when they do win big matches like that, because he just gets so emotional, you yeah. know, so, you know, he's just completely invested in these players and it's swag. Like last year, swag was top three, top four. They got and second. They got second. And it's, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're on the top again this season, they're proven. And Winston's one of those just like amazing managers and it's, I love when Winston wins. I can't help but love when Winston wins. Just yeah, I love Winton. He jumps up out of his chair and starts yeah. yelling in the background. You can't yeah. even see his face. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. It's, let's go. I think a lot of it also has to do with uh, – we saw what happened with Swag at the beginning of the year, right, with yeah. Chandru and Laura and all that stuff. Um, who helped Winston turn that around? It was Paul. Like it really is like this two-man show between the two of them right now. Um, not to say that it's not all of swag, but really they're the head of it. And to see them succeed is going to trickle down. And that's really going to, it's, it's really just a game of um, momentum. That's how a lot of sports are. And if a faction catches momentum, like we even saw with Jen, Jen was part of swag. Like yeah. She was doing yeah. it. She had a chance to, when she was part of the final three. Yes, she got a good draw, but that's all you need in the free for all. Um, I mean, very, two of the last cool. three were swag. It's it was just their turn. It was their uh, I guess you can call it a tournament. Their tournament to lose, really. Um, yeah. They they had all the cards were in their hands, and you know, kudos to Bateman uh, for holding as long as he did. I do want to point one thing out. I think uh, Jeremy Miller said the MVP gets three points. Correct? It wasn't just the one, or it was, was it three? three. So yeah, three. I think previously Jeremy, I think last year or the year before, it was just the one point. It's now three points for the MVP. So Dungeon yeah. got three points because of it. Um, which some people view as, as a higher value, but you're, when Paul does use that title shot, and he's going to use it very, very, in, like he's going to use it in the right spot. Yeah, um, that's a chance at at least seven points, um, which is a big deal. Now, now, what I want to know about this claiming, I, I'm going to bring my wrestling terms back in here, but is this is this like a like a like a money in the bank thing where he can literally cash it? whenever the heck he wants so cash it after so say so say uh there's whenever dan does his next championship match whoever wins that championship can paul burst in the scene and go i want to play right now yeah we saw sam levine do it to dan merle a few years ago yeah Um, dan merle dan merle defended the title and sam levine literally walked out of the curtain that i want to play right now um that could happen Frank basically put it up as kind of like a give Christian notice of your plan. And whenever yeah that happens, it'll go so down. Can, so, obviously- so can the other player have no idea? I mean, essentially. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I mean, don't know in the digital age, if that and the digital age, that might be I mean, they'll know they're not just going to be like, surprise, get on zoom. We're going to have a match. right now. <laughs> well, like, yeah. If, but I mean, like, he could essentially be like to to grace um uh hey i want a, the winner of uh the team's tournament me and lawn want to go for the team's belt and then whoever comes out of that well i guess it wouldn't be the winner of the team's tournament It'd be the, whoever won that match eventually mm-hmm. um they can he can play he's got a automatic he's 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 going to use it in singles Oh, I know. I I'm just true. that was yeah. the, that was the well, first. No, thing it's, no, it's, it's it's a conversation to be had though. Whether it is teams or he's he'd use he's it in singles. But the key here is, and I I believe it, and I think I was, I said it wrong, but he can use it 
before next year's free for all. And then it, yeah. and then it, and then it's a, a a done deal. But he has a number one contenders match coming, so he already has a path. So I have a question: Could he realistically? So if he gets the number one contender and he wins the number one contender, he plays the champion and he loses. He can rematch. Can he rematch right he can, then and there? He can rematch. Not literally right well, then and there, but he can. I mean, say, but, I want to rematch. Could plan it to where it's literally right then and there. If like, they couldn't he it, realistically it, plan it? right after that match absolutely he yeah. can he can use it whenever he wants so right now he has the path to a singles belt if he doesn't get there he'll probably wait to see who wins out of all of these number one contender matches and everything mm -hmm. and then challenge that person Ooh. but i know for a fact he probably either wants Merle or bateman that's who he wants i mean because yeah. bateman Merle KO'd him and then and he beat Merle before he wants to get the upper hand on Merle. yeah so I mean, he could honestly, because, I mean, that singles belt this year is just, there's no guarantee who can have it. We yeah. can see Dan and Adam battling forever. I mean, there's, it's, it's not far-fetched to say that Kevin Smith could potentially have a shot at taking it. Um, yeah. Crazier things have happened. Um, so, I mean, he kind of gets to just sit I'm sure he has someone in mind, but he can almost kind of sit on it, see how the year goes, see who has it towards the end and call his shot when need be. So, um, yeah. Cause like Jake said, he has a chance already. His, he just has a, a fair, sh a free shot and whenever he wants. So, I mean, it's in, it's very the thing that I find mo most interesting that Frank and I were talking about was the fact that say for whatever reason he is the belt holder of singles does he use it to take a shot at teams to be double belted or does he hold on to it it's yeah. it it's kind of a crazy a crazy theory because look at it this way there are so many teams right now that could be holding that team's belt as well. We've got the tournament, which there's that. I mean, Shazam could hold it, be holding it. I mean, do you want to put have a lawn in you versus Dan and Bateman? Like, I, there's so many working parts to this that mm -hmm. I have a feeling that that token's going to be sitting just probably for a little while. It'll it'll probably be sit. Probably closer to spectacular. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, he'll he'll probably wait out to see what happens with the singles tournament and all that type of stuff, and then use it. Uh, and it also, it really depends on where the faction is because if he can get guaranteed points for his faction in a close race, that could be big as well. Exactly. Um, all right, everybody. I think that's going to wrap up POV tonight. Uh, we're going to head out of here in just a few minutes. I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to both Dan Merle and Andrew Furtado as much as. Uh, chaos as Andrew Furtado was, was was causing. I do want to thank him for coming on, uh, letting everybody see who he is and what the FCL is all about. Um, and before we head out, I'll let everybody, let all the chat know where we can find him online. Molly, I'll let Are you we doing match prediction? Up. No, we'll save those for the reactions. No, that I thought we were doing the FCL one that you made me upload. Uh, we can do it. We can do an FCL. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. We can pull it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's playing? Like who's yeah. playing? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so here's the here's the card right here. Um, mm. we have two singles matches. Uh, Corgan versus Shimo, and Jin, I don't want to butcher his name. Um, I'll say Jin, Jin versus Olsen. Uh, Sunny from Sunny and Cat. 
Uh, these are the two matches this week. Um, I will let Brian start us off. I am going to say Sunny, and I don't know what the lady's name was, but I like her hair, so I'm picking her. <laughs> she's the one. She's the one who was. Corrigan. She's the Scream Queen. The Scream right? Queen. Oh, perfect. She's half of the Scream Queens. Sure, I'm gonna go with her then. Yeah. Jill? I'm probably the same. I think I'm the same. Molly. I I'm probably the same too, <laughs> just because I don't know anything about the other one, uh, players, but I, I can't wait to find out. I'm going to go Shimo and Jin Doen. I think that's how you say it. Jin Doen. Mm, okay. I saw, well, I saw his, uh, I saw his uh, promo video earlier today. He looks like somebody who's very exciting. So, um, All right, that's going to wrap it up. Let's go ahead and go around the table real quick. Molly, where can everybody find you online? At Molly Damon on Twitter and Twitch and uh, got a lot of Bad Batch related things coming up on Star Wars Explained, so you can always catch me and Alex over there. Uh, yeah. Jill? Uh, Jilly Marie on Twitter and Instagram, two Y's, two E's. Are we going to announce our Sunday's guest? Is it official? Yes. I just okay. confirmed with him. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so speaking of a free-for-all uh, and the moment of the free-for-all, we will be having the Aussie himself, Jacob London, uh, joining Yay. us next Sunday. Uh, also, because her match was now announced, we will also be having Jacob and Taylor Robinson join us on uh, Sunday's episode of POV. So uh, right. make sure to tune in for that. That'll be a fun that'll one. Be, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Uh, Brian? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Bivalcino, and Apocalypse Movies. Tomorrow, we are going to talk about Mortal Kombat with Jesse Swift. Oh. And... Uh, What's the other thing other than Mortal Kombat? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale. Captain America uh, and the Winter Soldier. Captain, Captain America, America and the Winter Soldier. Or if people are calling it Captain America and Bucky. Yeah. Captain Bucky. Either way. Either way. Choose, choose your poison. But yeah, if you uh, want to talk a little bit more Mortal Kombat and uh, Marvel, I'm just going to say at this point, uh, with Jesse, come on over tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Qui-Gon Jake on all socials. Two ends because someone else took it before I did. Apocalypse Movies tomorrow. Um, we will be back this week with Wednesday and Thursday reactions uh, because Friday is a gigantic pay-per-view. Um, and if you guys didn't know, if you're not in the Facebook group or anything, the pay-per-view did get shifted. Our couple cannot defend this weekend, so things will be shifted for their match in May. So the main card is actually going to be Alex Damon versus Mike Kalinowski with a undercard to be announced. Uh, that I kind of don't want to know. I don't want to. I want to see faces show up. Yeah, that'll don't be fun. Uh, so that'll be the 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 pay per view this Friday. We won't be redoing a reaction on Friday because of that event, um, but we'll discuss it on Sunday with Jacob and Taylor. Uh, plus some more conversations there. You can obviously follow POV on Spot on POV on Twitter. Hit that um, Patreon link, guys, if you're interested. We're doing a watch along this week of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, going to be a really fun one. That's going to be on Thursday, and then our retro reaction for Match in the Past is coming out as well. Um, again, thank you to Dan and Andrew for coming on. Really appreciate it. Love you guys. Love the crew. All of you in the chat sending in questions like that. Thank you so much. And for us here at POV, for Molly, Jill, Brian, and myself, we are a certain point of, point of view. And we'll catch you guys later this week.